been? Where have you been? Welcome back. <coughs> oh, boy. Uh, welcome to the Eric Zane Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week. Okay. Memorial Day in the books. Sun beaming in. Burning my eye. Ah, my God. It's going to be like close to 90 degrees today. So why in the hell am I wearing a hooded sweatshirt? That's because it says more trees, less assholes. How fantastic is that? Uh, Public service announcement from your friends in Grayling. Where, of course, Fear Bunker North is. More trees, less assholes. So what they're saying there is, you get into the wilderness, you have less chance of running into an asshole. I guess, but the last time I almost got into a fist fight, uh, that was in Grayling a couple years ago. Forgot the idiot's name. Don, Dave. Might've been Dave. It took place when, uh, up at fear bunker North, I get a phone call. I'm lost. It's queen of the forest. She drove short way, uh, up North, further North to an, uh, another town called Gaylord to, I don't know, pick something up, buy something at a Walmart or something. And then uh, she's coming back, and the next thing she says, she says, I'm lost. I'm like, how can you be lost? You just followed the GPS. She goes, I know. The GPS, for some reason, uh, put her onto someone's private property. And I, I don't, I still, it's fucked up. I guess it it went the shortest route possible. And the thing about that community is sometimes roads that were public roads, small little two-track roads, can eventually become private property. So she's driving where it says, do not enter. Achtung, do not enter private property. And she drives right in. And, uh. It's all sand everywhere. She goes to the bottom of a hill. Cannot get get up it. And uh, it's all fucked up. So I see her on the uh, GPS. I take it back. I didn't see. I, I hit the my find my app. And I go, well, I think I know generally where you are. So I wander over there and I approach a, a gate. It says like it's gated off this road. And I go, well. And the only thing that's there is some guy's house, a driveway, some guy's driveway. I go, well, it says you're right over there, but I don't know how that is. Yeah, I came in the other way. I go, honk your horn. And I can hear it, what amounts to like 100 yards away. So I walk in because I can't drive in. And there she is, her in the NFK. We can't get the car up the hill. So we drive it over to where I park mine, where that gate is. And, uh, I try to drive around the gate, you know, and it's, it's not working. All of a sudden, some guy pulls up and truck goes, Hey, what, what's going on? Yeah. My wife, this is explaining what happened. Okay. Oh, all right. 
Well, uh, maybe if you do this, maybe if you do that, um, yeah, I don't know. The guy, the home, the guy who's got the house there, he comes walking up and he's like, uh, now what happened? Oh yeah. And I said, I explained what happened and five minutes goes by. Well, maybe if you do this, maybe if you do that, little do I know they're just watching me squirm. They're doing this on purpose. Uh, maybe if you, uh, I don't know, maybe if you dig a little, maybe if you drive around, maybe if you, uh, uh, you got any cardboard to put under the tires, uh, I don't know. And, uh, and then the guy goes, how about if I just get the key and unlock it and you can drive through and I go, yeah, that, that'd be awesome. Thank you for that. And then he starts laying into her and people who drive in, uh, drive on his property. You know, this is private property. So he's now turned. He was just fucking with me. This is the way hillbillies do it. He was fucking with me. And, uh, and he starts, he starts in and he's bitching and moaning and bitching. And, uh, I go, all right, uh, I, I now see the game. I'm going to let him get this out. Let's try to deescalate. And, uh, I said, yeah, I know, man. I, I don't know what to tell you. All I can tell you is that we were over there and we heard she's, texted me and said she's lost she wandered onto your property so how come she can't read he says and i'm like okay now i'm like that's now we're going from green to a strong yellow into the orange when you're suggesting my wife's stupid how come she can't read and i'm like dude i don't know she uh it, I, I, she can read i think it, you know i'm trying to and he's still going on and on and on and then finally my dad 87 at the time. He goes, Hey, we don't need a lecture. I'm like, Oh boy. So now it's, now it's a little bit more of a contested thing here. I thought we could just get away. The NFK is in the back seat and he starts like rocking and talking out loud. And I'm like, Oh boy. No, he starts the rocking and talking out loud and, Oh shit, this is this is turning south quick. And uh the guy continues to bitch and bitch and bitch and and then finally he says something about being stupid. He goes, How stupid do you have to be? or something like that. And I go, All right, that's it. Slam the fucking door. And I go walking up to him. I go, Hey! Enough! I get it. And then the first dude. He butts in as I'm getting in the guy who unlocked the gate's face. And he goes, all right, fuck this. Close the fucking gate. You can't get through now. And uh, his wife, she goes, now, come on now. She's like, she's like getting him away because he's like charging at me like a Brahma bull. Charity scam Mike lights up a Newport. He goes, all right. And I'm just going to kick back and enjoy this. And uh, I get in the guy's face. I'm still bitching at him. And he goes, yeah, I'm just saying, I'm just, I go, you've said enough. And I'm actually doing like hand talking. You've said enough, enough. I get it. It was kind of like stand down mode after that. You know, a couple of pissed off dogs screaming at each other. And, uh, gates now open. They didn't close it on us. Thank God it would still be there. I mean, Get the fuck out of there. Get the fuck you. Oh. Mm. 
Yeah, that that's the hand gesture when you're like, you're talking too much, too much. That'll piss you right off. So we did encounter an asshole there. There's also plenty of other assholes. Um, it says more trees, yes, less assholes. So overall, there's probably less assholes, but you can get two to three to four assholes in a row in this neck of the woods. Like the people that live near me, you know, the amount of shit on their property and the front yard, it tells me that there's a lot of assholes. Uh, I try to avoid those people. But nevertheless, there we were in an unbelievably successful, uh, great, successfully great time up at Fear Bunker North. And I, it dawned on me that the only thing to do really is to wake up, drink coffee, putz around, and eat. That is all. There are no activities. We don't have side-by-sides. We don't have uh, fucking ATVs. We don't have motorcycles. Nothing. Nothing at all. All we have is sit around by the fire and get fat and watch Mike get hammered. Charity Scam Mike. And that's just what we did. And I think that we are at a point now where the amount of time spent when I got up there Thursday, head back out Monday, that's like uh, that. That's like just long enough, maybe half a day too long. The amount of people that we had there, we had um, um, five people brought their travel trailer, fifth wheels, motorhomes, and um, okay, plus the old trailer. That's six, six uh, units that are there. Twenty people. 10 dogs. I, we, it, the reason why we have so many, of course, is because charity scam Mike's dad decided he wanted to sell that property. That was a mile and a half away, which the group was then divided, no longer divided. Now we're all up close and personal and I love it. I had a great time. Uh, the first night we were there, it got down to like 28 degrees. Can you believe that shit? 28. couple of things that stand out to me, though. <clears throat> they, um, 20 people and only one injury. By the way, I was not hurt. I operated the chainsaw. No injuries to report. Um, I had my chainsaw cutting shoes, also known as Crocs. And I know what you're going to say. Eric, why do you keep making the same mistakes and wearing Crocs when you're cutting wood? Well, look, let me just tell you, if a chainsaw a chain slash blade hits your foot, it's not really going to matter what you're wearing. These actually still have, these are the ones, look at that. That's where the chainsaw went into the crock right there and into my foot. I still wear the same ones. Oh, that was brutal, dude. My God. Tyler says you're going to vagal if you keep it up. That's not, that's uh, true. 
I'm, I'm more likely to vagal these days because of what happened to me the first time. All right. Um, Charity Scam Mike, he had this piece of wood that he was carrying to put behind like my shed. And uh, he's walking with it and he's just going to throw it. And I don't know how he managed to do it because my back was turned. But I heard like the impact of the wood hitting something, maybe the shed. And then I hear, oh, and he's bent over and I go, did you hurt yourself, Mike? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine. I think I go, what the, and I look and he's got blood on his head. It's, it's pouring out of his head in his hand. I go, what the, what the f-? I go, come here, come here, you asshole. He threw this big fucking four by four that I had cut and, um, it, it hit like the shed or a tree and it just bounced back and it, it didn't get much. Uh, he didn't even throw it that far out of his hands. And then it, after it traveled like three inches, it's like he threw it into something which caused it to bounce right back and hit him in the face, right in the head, right above the eyebrow. And I'm like, oh my God, this is just fantastic. I'm so glad this happened to you. Come here. So, uh, I sit him down in the camper and, uh, I wash, I wash it off. Tyler says, was it a boomerang? Um, and I, I, I put peroxide on it. He goes, you know, I'm not helpless. I'm not like, I'm not like the NFK. I go, Shut up. Shut up. This is my calling. Neil Sporin, butterfly strips. Good to go. All right, now go, go get back out there. Clean up my shit. Oh man. Uh, and so that was, that was the one injury. He was not done though. This was the scenario that happened. He woke up on the, um, okay, we got up there Thursday. So Friday morning he wakes up and he wants to make his family some uh, breakfast. And uh, he's frying the bacon on like a griddle outside of the, uh, of his um, camper. Fast forward. This is no injury. This is just stupid. A couple hours later, O'Neal, where are you? O'Neal, where are you? And he's in the woods. Oh, come on. Get out of there. He doesn't want to come. Finally get him out of there. As soon as he, uh, as soon as I turn my back, he goes back there. And then I'm like, hmm. Now I know what Mike, how Mike operates and I see how O'Neill loves that spot. And I know Mike was making bacon earlier. So my first thought was he took the bacon grease and threw it in the woods. And I go, uh, Mike, yeah, he's by the fire drinking, whatever, peanut butter whiskey, which that's a thing. Peanut butter whiskey. I forgot what it's called. It's called slam dunk or Brahma bull kicking the head. Uh, Screwball. That's it. 
Why did I think Brahma Bull? Peanut butter whiskey. There it is. I go, Mike. Did you take the bacon drippings and just pitch it into the woods? Uh, yeah. And I said, why did you do that? Well, I did it when the dogs weren't looking. And I swear to God, that's what he said. He lo- This is the logic behind it. Okay. I'm going to wait till the dogs aren't looking. Uh, and Chris writes, bear country, dump the bacon grease behind the camper. Of Exactly. Forget the dogs. What about the, what about the bears? Jesus. And the thought process of, okay, I've got the bacon grease. I could just let it solidify and scoop it into something to the garbage. And because we we end up burning the garbage anyway. I I'm I'm like floored at this. Holy shit. And I go, they weren't looking. And I said to him, I go, Well, yes, but Yeah, it's a good thing dogs don't have like a very keen sense of smell. And it's a good thing that this isn't like the one thing that a dog uh, will will kill for, bacon. It's a damn good thing those aren't factors in this equation here. Holy shit. I'm like, how? And then O'Neill is like, you know, because the bacon grease has... Um, it's landed on, on a bunch of different leaves and in the ground. So he goes, sticks his nose to the ground and he's licking the ground and all of the leaves are touching his face. So now his face is shiny. You know, his entire face is shiny. Looks like a black guy that went down on Amanda. Oh no. Oh no. Shots fired. Like a glaze. He's, he looks like a Krispy Kreme donut. So I'm like, fuck me, Mike. Come on. So then he, 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 he gets some dirt and dumps it on it. That doesn't stop anything. Fast forward. He brings up a bunch of fish. We have a fish fry. Perch and walleye. Uh, it, the, the fish is in a cooler. And uh, the water inside of that cooler is loaded with, like, fish disease. Like, later on, he, like, doesn't dump it out a day later. And it smells like fuck. And what does he do? He just dumps it right in the grass. Within seconds, a actual mushroom cloud of flies comes flying in and just descends on that spot. It, it was like fucking biblical, the amount of flies. And I'm like, what? why the fuck does, does this keep happening? What are you doing? This It's not like you're a rookie camper, for God's sake. This, is, this isn't anything new to you. 
He wasn't done. The hits keep on coming. Uh, Mike, Charity Scam Mike, he borrowed a dude's motorhome. Uh, the next time he goes up, he's going to have a travel trailer that is going to be permanently there on the property. But it's not quite ready for prime time yet. And um, so that's going to get up, be up there in a, in a couple of weeks. So he brought this friend's motor home up. Chris says, oh, my God, he's trying to get the bears to come out. Exactly. Um, and then uh, we're, we're seated there and he says, hey, um, before I leave, I was wondering if I could just uh, open the gray in the black water and just dump it onto the property. And now that is absolutely a cardinal sin. That's punishable by death. And I look at him and I'm like, now what I want to do is just punch him right in the face. But I go, uh, um, hey, no, I, I don't think that that's a good idea. He goes, well, the I go, you mean the the black water? I, I said, you mean the gray water? He goes, yeah, well, it's just, it's just, uh, it's just soapy water. And I go, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not too, I don't think that's a good idea. And then later on, same thing about the black water. And, and he goes, it's just pee. And I go, yeah, m- no, no, I don't do that. Do not do that. And then he referenced later on that he's going to uh, be driving down the road and he's going to open that thing up and just drive and let, let, let the tank empty into the, into like on the side of the road. And I go, dude, I, I think that's a, that's uh really bad. I, 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 I definitely do not want you to do that anywhere. The only place that's what is in those holding tanks. The only place that that should wind up is, is in the ground in like a fucking where a dump station. Josh says, shaking my head. You wonder why the father sold the other property out from under him. Well, I was thinking the same thing for a second there. And I go, yeah, Mike, I, yeah, I don't know if it's because you're, you're drinking screwball or something, but that, this is a horrible idea. Uh, the next day, my stepsister, Elizabeth, I go, Hey, um, you need to, can you do me a favor and impress, make sure that your husband does not decide to just, uh, dump it out on the side of the road or anywhere, but the dump station. Okay. And, uh, she was mortified at the thought of this. And I go, well, thank God. And I go, yeah. And she goes, that will not happen. I go, thank Christ. I go, thank you. I I have very few rules, but this is an absolute, uh, backbreaker decision. If it goes the way I don't want it to, that would, that would be the, we would no longer be family members. Uh, and I'd probably have to murder somebody. The property will not be sullied by what is inside of any, any camper. So then I'm like, oh shit, that is uh that is a hard and fast rule. My God. So 
I made it a point to make sure that everybody left the property before I did. I had to be the last one to leave. Nick says, uh, he sounds like a real cousin Eddie. Kenny says, that's what you do when you have some a-hole behind you tailgating. Uh, yeah, maybe, but uh, these are all things that you have to kind of like uh, uh, open the valve from outside. So it just wouldn't, just wouldn't work. I, I don't even know. Because uh, Donut Dance's Dave Matthews Band stuff. Dave Matthews Band, that stuff. I don't know of any um, type of RV that you can just push a button and the thing opens up. I still don't know how that even happened when that happened in Chicago, when they dumped the fucking thing over the drawbridge. Down onto the uh, boat with the uh, open top below them. Um, My God. So thank God he didn't do that. But I was like, dude, yeah, th- everything's fine. Everything's fair game around here. My place is your place. But I am drawing a hard line in the sand. If you drop, if one drop of your toxic waste leaves your unit and winds up on my property, that is a uh, cause for some type of, um, you know, uh, shunning. Permanently, never to be seen again. You've already dumped the bacon grease and the fish guts. What the fuck? Shoo. Um, but all in all, I love him dearly. Uh, we had a spec, a spectacular time and, um, 10 dogs, 20 people, 10 dogs. And, and no memory of mine have there ever been that many people there at one time. Maybe many, many moons ago, decades ago. And we had some uh, uh, people that didn't show up. Like the NFK didn't show up. Uh, chair, uh, chair, let Jesus. Stress ball, Jim's mom didn't show up. I think there's a couple more maybe. Anyway, um. Uh, but all in all, a good time. Thank you for your patience. Of course, I was away from you on Friday and Monday, but still plenty of stuff to listen to. That new free trial uh, turned out to be a hit. Uh, Patreon just launched a seven-day free trial. And um, right at about the same time that I dropped, who are these free beers? And uh, a lot of people took advantage of that, and you should. You should. Um, if you If you're new to Patreon, or if you've never tried Patreon, that seven-day free trial is fantastic. You can check out all of the shows. I put up a lot while I was gone. I had um, a couple editions, two or three editions of uh, something to listen to while I was away. Also, who are these free beers? Who are these uh, Zanes? The Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, Lost Zane Recordings, and Zane Asylum. All of that went up on Patreon. And you can check that uh, check that out for seven days. You do have to put in a um, payment form, um, which after the seven days it will charge you. But uh, it's very very simple to uh, cancel that. Just don't forget, you know. Or if you're like, oh, I love this, let it charge me. That's totally up to you. But I make that. Uh, I I like to say that up front so that nobody. Um, Thinks I'm trying to pull a fast one on him, for God's sake. But uh, thank you. Th- 
Thank you for that, for those folks that are uh, checking the show out. On that seven-day freebie, you go to patreon.com slash Eric Zane, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Eric Zane. Uh, for those of you that are enjoying the show on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, I appreciate you so much for checking this out. But the rest of the show is available free on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live or download the Twitch app and search Eric Zane Live, all one word. And you are good to go and you can get the show in its entirety. You follow me on Twitch so you know when I go live. And then um, uh, you'll have to root around for it. But uh, uh, you it says sign up with Amazon Prime. There's like a red button there. When you go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live, easiest to do it on your uh, uh, desktop or laptop. And then link up your Amazon Prime account. And then you hit the subscribe button. This is a lot. I'm sorry. And then you will avoid any commercials while I am live on Twitch. Try, I'm very, very close to 1,000 followers on Twitch. So uh, I think we're just a handful short and just a couple two away from getting back to 200 subscribers on Patreon. It's been a war of attrition from the high point of 455 when I started podcasting four and a half years ago. And then people were like, ah, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. And then I had the big Zaniac exodus. Oh my God, the pain. Um, but lately it's been popping back. So I'm very, very happy about that. Trying to get back. Once we get to 200, then the next goal will be half of my all time high of, uh, 455, which I guess would be what? 227, 228, somewhere around there. Yeah. Building it back. So that's awesome. Very, very happy. Five or 10 bucks a month. If you want to sign up on Patreon. So, uh, if you ever want to email me on the shoreline or striping inbox, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns about anything at all that I'm doing, maybe a suggestion, uh, I would love that. And once again, the show originates from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Josh writes, I swear, Eric Zane, you posted more content over this holiday weekend than that quote other show has posted this entire year. Well, you know. I guess every show's different. Thank you for checking this one out. And I, uh, I'll i say goodbye now to you if you're on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. There you go. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by... Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Sponsorless on YouTube. Um, from the Reddit page, my old show's Reddit. I wonder what the odds are that Joe will start a podcast one day. I'm here to tell you. That if producer Joe starts a podcast, I will also start a podcast on that day. And it will be a clip review show of Joe's podcast. 
Um, this person says, I have to imagine this was discussed in his severance package, non-disclosure agreement that he signed. If he does do one, I'm guessing it won't, wouldn't be for a long time. Zane refused to sign any agreement. Hence why he's so open to talking about them and the show. This person writes, Zane only talks about Freebird Howings because it's the only way he can get clicks. Patrick writes, I listen to Zane's show because it's actually funny and entertaining. I think he talks about Freebird Howings. Um, he says what everyone is thinking about, and they are such easy targets. It's mind boggling how far they have fallen. This person writes, really? You like Zane's podcast? That's crazy. D square is green writes Zane's podcast is actually funny. The free burn howling stuff is an added bonus, but he talks about tons of other stuff. Uh, Joe would give up after two days, just like any of his failed endeavors before. Dude's washed up. This person writes, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't curious where he ended up, but I doubt we'll ever know. I want to know too. This person, I just cannot do the Zane show. 90% is comments he is reading from his listeners. That's never not true at all. 5% are ads and 5% original shit. So that means if I were talking for a hundred minutes, you would get five minutes of me just talking about original shit. Oh, okay, great. That makes perfect sense. Then he writes, he is just garbage now. <laughs> Logan said 5% ads is a pretty good ratio. That's less than five minutes per hour. Well, yeah, I guess. How many minutes of ads per hour are Freeburn Howings running between live reads and actual ads? This person writes Freeburn Outwings does about 20 minutes of commercials per hour. Pretty standard for radio, but it's still a lot. This person again, right? Yeah, but how many minutes of original content? Hey, let's be Zane. Well, this person said this and that person responded with this. Now you now yell. Now yell all of it like an idiot. Cool story. <laughs> so he's suggesting all I do is read your comments. Uh, Logan adds, versus the nationally syndicated radio show having a roundtable about dishwasher loading techniques. Oh, my God. Uh, now they're in an argument. Yeah, nationally syndicated means popular versus dude yelling in his basement. It's not my basement. It's a dormer above my garage. Get it right. Logan adds, I never would have categorized dishwasher loading techniques as a popular subject for national radio, but maybe that's why I don't have a radio show. Also Zane broadcast from his garage from above his garage, not his basement, but facts clearly don't matter here. Um, and then the response is you must be a vastly superior human for liking such a majestic beast as Zane. Good luck on your subpar future. I refuse to continue talking to someone so fucking stupid. Logan writes, thank you for the kind words. Now that's fucking funny. Uh, Ryan says, no, no, no. It's more like 90% ads, 2% big fraud Zane content, 
8% discussion of Kenny and Amanda getting some sex. Wow. Kenny's not going to like that. Uh, yesterday, I filled in for uh, Anthony Cumia on Compound Media, in which I basically uh, opened up talking about how fucked up all of the idiots are on Compound Media, all of the people who do shows. I basically went in there and said, yes, you're all a bunch of idiots, and so is everybody that watches this shit. Fuck you. Thank you. That's my show. That's basically what I did for like one hour. It's probably the most aggressive thing I've done uh, since I started doing shows on Compound. And yet they still keep inviting me back. It might be because I do it for free. Compound Media, if you'd like to see the show, I may end up posting it on here or on Patreon. In fact, I'll probably uh, put it out on Patreon. If uh, in in the I don't want to I don't want to do it so close to the release of when they did it because people actually do subscribe to it. But uh, thank you again to them for letting me do that and be such an asshole. Okay, speaking of ads, let's get to some for God's sake. The open and live stream brought to you by A and E Heating and Cooling. The immortal Joe Martinez tu madre is, una puta. is uh, making the rounds and he wants you to reach out to him when you need your AC tuned up. 616-516-8579. It's just $79. Everybody else charges more in the entire West Michigan community. And uh, Joe charges 79 bucks. So awesome. 616-516-8579. If something goes south during these hot days and uh, you need that thing repaired, well, you probably haven't had it tuned up in quite a while, so he'll fix it and tune it and then lecture you about how you need preventative maintenance. Or if the thing's too far gone, he'll install a new one for you. Get a couple estimates. Joe's will beat the other guys, and if not, he'll explain why you're getting ripped off by the other guys. 616-516-8579 for A&E Heating and Cooling. Thank you, Joe for being a um, a partner of your old pal, Eric Zane, for as long as you have. Much appreciated. I love you and your family. Thank you to Jacob Bennett and his latest business venture, M37 Hackers. Uh, M37 Hackers is a golf simulation business where you can uh, golf freaking 36 holes in an hour and a half for two hours on the greatest. Ah, oh, St. Andrews for the first round, and then we'll go to Augusta. And then Tory Pines, M37 Hackers. Uh, the level of technology excellence that they have there with their golf simulators is unparalleled. So if you hit a shot and it, it's a bad slice, you're like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? You like hit the replay button and it actually has a camera that zooms in on the club head and you can see how badly you're uh, murdering the ball to cause it to slice. You can really work on your game at M37 Hackers. Just get in there, swing, and then when it goes the wrong direction, hit the replay button. Uh, rent a golf simulator bay at M37 Hackers, 269-205-2095. 269-205-2095. <coughs> Bring a case of beer 
and then bring your buddies and drink your own beer and hit golf balls. And they don't have a liquor license, so bring your own beer. How about that? That's fantastic. Okay. Your old pal EZ has to go tinkle. Who cut the cheese says, of course, ads. I just tune in and it's an ad. Hey, listen, we are very thankful for the ads. If we don't have the ads. That means I don't do the podcast. By the way, I think Daisy, uh, Daisy, oh my God. I think Darla is actually about to fall off the couch here. Look at her. That is hysterical. You need to take a screenshot of that. If I don't help her, she's going to fall off and land on her head. Okay, this is her first trip up to Fear Bunker North. And, oh my God, did she love it. There's these massive uh, piles of leaves, like five feet high. Um, after I raked up all the leaves. and Because I just did that like two weeks ago. She goes running as fast as she can and jumps and then disappears. She's in the pile of leaves. Oh, and just vanishes. It's so, it was so fun. Oh man, did she love it. Uh, no ticks. Didn't see any ticks. I think I saw a couple of tick bites, which, you know, the dogs have medicine in them that if the ticks bite them, they like die. But I, I think that that st- still could be a problem with the threat of like Lyme disease. You say Lyme's or Lyme disease? Lyme? I think it's Lyme. Anyway, uh, don't go anywhere. Your old pal EZ has to go tinkle. Be right back. God, I haven't really, uh, <clears throat> since um, not doing the show, I think my voice lost some of its fitness. And uh, it's like, oh boy, I've been talking for 45 minutes and it feels like I'm about to lose my voice. You'll know it. Okay. Ottawa County. Uh, pretty much, uh, here we are. Vacation's over. Um, where I live in Ottawa County, it's been well documented since January. What's going on there. And, uh, with these wackos taking over and, Every, all the shit hitting the fan from these psychopathic right-wing maniacs. And they just voted to make themselves a constitutional county, which is largely ceremonial. They still have to follow the law, but basically um, they put extra emphasis, window dressing, I guess, on the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, the Fifth Amendment, and the Fourteenth Amendment which I think means we can say what we want. You can't tell us what to do. We can wave our guns around like assholes. Uh, We have religious freedom and something else. I don't know. And no black people or some shit. And no gays. Definitely no gays. That's what they, that's I think what they want. Well, this guy uh, walks up to the podium because you know, at these, uh, at these county commission meetings, you can, they have public comment and some guy pulls up or shows up and he's, he's, he wants to say a couple things. 
This one went around, went around. Let's check it out. Is uh, he's happy because of the freedom of religion as outlined in the First Amendment has become a priority in Ottawa County. Here we go. Number ninety-five, Minister Bender Bonus Holland. Minister Bender Bonus. I think they got the name a little wrong. He's going to clear it up when he gets to the podium. Good evening. My name is Bender Bones, and my pronouns are he, him. I am an ordained minister. Check out the look on this chick's face. She's like, holy fuck, what is going on here? The, all these people, I think they think he's hot. Good evening. My name is Bender Bones, and my pronouns are he, him. I am an ordained minister of the Satanic Temple, and I am here to speak on behalf of the Satanic Temple of West Michigan. Okay, look at the chick in the red here in the back. Did you see <laughs> these blondes? Satanic Temple, and I am here to speak on behalf of the Satanic Temple of West Michigan, which includes our members and ministers living within Ottawa County. In regards to the Constitution... She's praying. She's praying right now. County resolution. I want to thank the county board and the Ottawa Impact Organization for their declaration of intent to uphold the values enshrined in our Constitution. Our constitutional rights are our most cherished assets as United States citizens, and even more so as Satanists. The First Amendment states that Congress shall make no law respecting the establishment of religion, nor restrict the free exercise thereof. This establishment clause is the driving force for freedom of religion in the United States and the greatest restraint for the encroachment of theocracy. The West Michigan Congregation of the Satanic Temple applauds this commission for its commitment to upholding the religious freedoms for all. I can't tell if he's being a troll or he's serious. I think he's being serious, but... He doesn't seem like he'd be the type of guy who would support. I, wouldn't they be quite liberal? I mean, are, wouldn't Satanists be liberal fucking people? I'm not sure. Our religious values include bodily autonomy, acting with compassion and empathy, and embracing pluralism. These values are core to our deeply held beliefs as Satanists, and we are always pleased to see these values upheld by governments at all levels. Now, I don't think he's bullshitting. I think he really loves this. I observe that these city commission meetings begin with prayers and invocations. I am pleased that by swearing this oath to uphold these freedoms, it opens the door to make Ottawa County a place where Satanism will grow and thrive. <laughs> As a sign of support, oh. the Satanic Temple of West Michigan would like to begin the process of becoming involved with opening prayers at these meetings. Yes, yes. Now this I can get behind. I think I think this is... Uh, this is a, this is, I, I'm going back and forth. It's not a troll. It's a troll. I think this is actually a, a troll in appearance, but I think he's serious. The satanic temple of West Michigan is also excited to celebrate the holidays with the residents of Ottawa County, as we are always looking forward to opportunities where our goat display would be a fitting representation for the satanic community. Yes, and yes. And we'll always be looking out for opportunities for Satanism and other religious groups to work together to build up a stronger and more diverse community. 
In closing, I wanna thank everyone in support of the Constitutional County Resolution for strengthening the rights and freedoms of Satanists of the Satanic Temple, West Michigan. I am proud to know that Ottawa County will become a stronghold for Satanists of all type. And I am looking forward to the <laughs> Satanic Temple of West Michigan and the municipal- Boy, these, all these women clutching their pearls there who just don't see what's happening here of Ottawa County can do when we work together under the banner of religious freedom. Hail Ottawa County and hail Satan. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Number 96 is Edna. Poor Edna. Edna's got to follow the Satanists. Well, I need to talk to uh, Billy Bones or whatever the fuck his name is. I, I actually have so many questions. Not even to, uh, I and not my plan to make an asshole out of him. I just have questions. Bender Bones. I want to know things like, um, whereas people who pray to Jesus pray for love and happiness and good things to happen, whatever. As Satanists, do you pray for like, you know, that building to collapse in Davenport, Iowa? I mean, what's, can you, and you know, organizations like that oftentimes claim to be um, misunderstood and they love the opportunity to explain where they're coming from. And I would be happy to give them that, uh, platform on an informational basis. Say, explain to me what's going on. I don't even want to speculate because I have no idea. When I think of Satan, all I think of is, uh, you know, uh, pitchfork, fire, brimstone. That's where evil people reside. Shit like that. Uh, I am, uh, as we speak, efforting. Um, my way through trying to get Reverend Bones, Bender Bones, on the show. Kent says Joe Moss is probably shitting his holier-than-thou under ruse. Kenny says you want to invite him to your new church. Boy, they're progressive over there, but I don't know if they're that progressive. Josh says imagine the look on the on Eric's neighbors, the hallelujah's face, when he joins the Satan church, I'm not going to uh, join the Satan church. Hang on. Uh Oh, we got a puppy waking up. That Reverend guy is on Reddit. He was commenting under the video, under that video on our grand rapids. Good. Thank you. I appreciate that. I will uh, check that out. That's it even easier way to get him on the show. Uh, cause I went to their Facebook, um, page and you got to like join the church of Satan. You got to join in order to join the group to leave a message. It's uh, like asks you a bunch of questions about Satan and shit and why you want, they, they want to make sure you're not going to go there and be an asshole, you know? And I'm like, fuck, I don't want to, I don't want to unpack this and answer and pledge my allegiance to fucking Satan. So, but 
I love the idea of all of those right-wing so-called religious zealots. Hang on. Hey, 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 hey. Okay. So someone wandered over to go take a pee, and I uh, time sucked Church of Satan episode. Dan Cummins, I'm sure that would be interesting. I am going to uh, take my growing puppy. You see how big she's getting? Holy shit. I can, she's hard to carry now. I'm going to take this puppy to go potty. Now, I'm wondering if uh, uh, Reverend Bones, I, I, I wonder if the plan now is to sue Ottawa County. That's where that's going. He said, oh, yeah, you got prayers to open. Uh, I'm very happy that you're open to having prayers to Satan. And would they lose that? It, it's basically turning their weapons against them. And I and I love that. Um, if I had my choice between Ottawa County hailing Satan or having Joe Moss in there, I would take Satan 10 out of 10 times. Man. What a great... Uh, a story that is. I, I I'm so happy that that happened. Number ninety five. Holy Minnesota shit! Bend your bonus, Holland. Guy in Florida gets his arm ripped off. Right. Taking a standing around taking a leak. Look at this. Good. Now, this is like a Florida man story where I don't know if oops. pronouns are he. I don't know if this Florida man did anything to warrant. <clears throat> this have usually it's something stupid that Florida man does and gets hurt. Usually involving alcohol, perhaps a firearm. But in this one, 23-year-old man had his arm ripped off when an alligator struck. My god. Jordan Rivera was taking a leak outside of Bandito's Bar in Port Charlotte on the evening of Sunday, May 21, when it happened. Rivera does not remember exactly how it happened. Although while speaking to local NBC affiliate WBBH, he recalled that the bar was busy with a long line for the men's bathroom, so he went outside to take a leak at around 1.40 Local time while peeing behind the bar, Rivera, Rivera fell into a pond. Yeah, this is starting to get stupid. Yeah, it. it uh, that's literally the last thing I remember. He said sometimes after the ten foot gator, ten foot long gator attacked him, biting his arm. Manny Hidalgo. A fellow patron at Bandito's came to Rivera's aid after he heard him calling out from the water. He was yelling and swimming toward the shoreline. I'm guessing he'd be swimming in a circle. I ran and dragged him up onto the sand. I was scared to get close to the water because it was dark out. Rivera was rushed to Gulf Coast Hospital in Fort Myers where doctors had no choice but to amputate his arm above the elbow. So it must have been like hanging there. Vagal. Hands tingling, vagaling. Oh, my God, no. Uh, 
Those gators, I didn't truly understand them until I woke up in the hospital and, and, oh, gator got your arm. He said, they got my elbow, so I don't have an elbow. I can still move my arm around and whatnot. I think like from the shoulder. Rivera has somehow managed to hold on to a positive outlook. I didn't lose my life. I lost my arm. It's not the end of the world. Um, the time that I passed out, I went into shock. That's, that's what happened when I cut my foot with the chainsaw. I don't think I'd ever come out of shock if a gator ripped my arm off. Jesus. And I'm trying to figure out if it was because it was shit face that he doesn't remember anything or the trauma of it happening just made him forget. Boy, the body has a remarkable defense system. I mean, you can uh, say, we can say uh, uh, that there's a, the idea that if you are eaten by a shark or an alligator, your body immediately starts deleting everything so that you're not really you're you're so not with it when that's happening you're just based you you turn into a steak that can't think and they just eat you and you don't really know what the fuck's going on at least that's my theory and then the uh the pain probably isn't really pain you know what i mean uh when when those things happen your system gets flooded with various chemicals that make it so pain doesn't exist. Like when I cut my foot with that chainsaw, I didn't really hurt. You kind of like bypass all the pain sensors. Incredible. Uh, Ryan says it could have been his penis. Lucky man. Oh my God. You're right. Now that I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that's going to hurt. Biting off one's penis. Jesus. Uh, by the way, back to um, up north. Something that happened. We, uh, okay, when you're there, when you have garbage, you burn it. I'm not going to haul out 10 bags of garbage. I'm just going to burn it. We do have in the group that's there a couple of strong tree huggers. And the the policy is don't burn any garbage in the presence of tree huggers. And we followed that rule. Now, the, f- the first idea was wait until the tree huggers actually leave our little commune, our little Jonestown there when they go home then burn the garbage. But hang on, I got to sneeze. <coughs> Excuse me. Your old pal Easy jumped the gun because uh, two tree huggers, they end up uh, going in their four-wheelers and riding in the gravel pit, you know, going up hills and shit, driving through water that you do when you got a four-wheel drive truck. And uh, as soon as they left, man, I heated that. I got that fire through about 10 logs on the fire. Uh, had a real rager going on and then just threw bags of garbage on there. Now, um, in addition to all the plastics that was burning, that uh, plastic bottles that were burning, um, my uh, niece, she uh, has autism and is, uh, well, there's diapers on the uh, on the pile, on the fire. 
and bags of dog shit when you pick up the dog poo. And so I'm burning diapers and shit and plastic. And the my group returns right when the fi- fire is dying down, but I think it's still smoldering and smelling like shit and diapers and plastic because they the tree huggers got one step out of the car and they're ready to kick my ass. Like, uh-oh. I acted like I didn't notice. Now, they have an idea what happened, but they're not sure who exactly put it on there. Plausible deniability. It was me. I then didn't want to lead on. Okay, Diana wanted some hot dog. Now, tell me if you think this is horrible. Fire's smoldering, and it's a perfect opportunity to make hot dogs. So I put four dogs on the poker, and I actually roasted the hot dogs uh, over a toxic waste dump. I think I may have taken years off of our lives in serving a shit diaper plastic-infused hot dog. My stepsister, Sue, she goes, you know, uh, we can smell garbage and you're cooking your hot dogs over the garbage. And I go, what? Huh? In hindsight, I I feel very gross about that, but I, I, I knew I would have to tell you. Maureen says, you did not. Jesus, Eric. Kenny says this coming from the guy that thought the murder mattress was acceptable to sleep on. By the way, uh, I've been keeping something from you. The murder mattress is in the trailer. I never threw it out. It was slept on all weekend. I flipped it over. That's where my dad crashed on the murder mattress. Tyler says I knew it. I'm getting... Stop, stop. I'm getting gross. I'm getting, what the fuck is wrong with you? Maureen says, you are lying. Come on, man. No, no, it's good. It's fine. It was just juice. It was just a little uh, like high C or some Hawaiian punch. That's all it was. That's what the drug dealer told me or the drug user told me when I bought it from him for $40. Yeah, I can't just get rid of that shit. Nick says, garbage in the s'more fire is major party foul. Diana walks in there. She goes, where'd you get this bed? And I just look at her and she goes, no, you did not. I'm telling Sarah. I'm telling your group. Like it's too late now. It's too late. Maureen says you are lying to our ears. And Kenny says you, in fact, lied to our ears. I did. I did lie to your ears. I did. I did lie to your ears. That uh, that lie, I will admit to you. But I ended up telling you the truth anyway in the long run. I just wanted to get everybody to calm the fuck down. And then I said to my dad, I go, Dad, you, you sleep okay? Oh, it was so comfortable. I go, I knew it. I knew it. It's a great mattress. Of course, I didn't show them the blood. I mean, the uh, Hawaiian punch stains on it where the dogs were murdered or the infant was murdered. No, I didn't show them that. It says, okay, I might not get over this one. Seriously, 
Jesus Christ, Eric. What do you mean? You might not get over this one. You'll get over it. Quit being a drama queen. Okay? Did we get that did we get that upset with you when you dropped the N-word maliciously on our on the Patreon podcast? No. We forgave you. It's all good. She says, I know, I know, but it's so gross. It's no, it's like I already explained to you. It, it, just a Hawaiian punch stain is not gross. You guys seem to think that there's blood on the mattress, but we don't know that. I was told it's Hawaiian punch. What's worse, murder mattress or cancer hot dogs? No one here knows that that was blood. No one on the murder mattress. It's just a name we gave it, the murder, because it looks like someone was murdered on the mattress. Yeah, there you go. Chris says it's not blood. It's decomposition juices. Much more acceptable. Maureen says it was blood. Everyone knows it. No, I disagree with that. Speaking of, um, you lie to our ears. Don't suck a big black dick because I know you want to hear it. Pay attention to this. Baseball game between Vanderbilt and, I don't know, Auburn. Who cares? Again, the only time we give a shit about baseball is when something stupid happens. Uh, a, a fight in the stands. Glenn Kuyper, N-Word Baseball Museum. Which I still, that's that's the all-time greatest. Most horrible thing that's ever happened at a baseball game. But something worth talking about. This one. Some dude's up to bat. The announcer wants to say something about the clock ticking because the game's been going on for a long time or some shit. We can't turn the black cock black. Uh, we can't turn the Ooh. clock back. Oh. I know it's after midnight. We can't turn the clock back and turn it back into the mid 80s and put on a Whitey Herzog team. What the fuck? We can't turn the black cock black. Uh, we can't turn the Ooh. clock back. I know it's after midnight. We can't turn the clock back ah. and turn it back into the mid 80s. <laughs> can't turn the black. Hawk. God. And then the other guy. Ooh. We can't turn the black cock black. Uh, we can't turn the Ooh. clock back. I know it's after midnight. We can't turn. He says, I know it's after midnight. I think he means like that's when you can swear. The clock back. Or maybe he's been there way too long. We can't turn the black cock black. Uh, we can't turn the Ooh. clock back. Yeah. The other guy needs to say what? Wait, what did you just say? Oh my God. You're so fired. I know it's after midnight. We can't turn the clock back and turn it back into the mid-80s and put on a Whitey Herzog team. <clears throat> um, this person says, what if our race did this to you guys? Then what would be said? Just imagine that. Superior outrage. We all know it, said Joshua, who's, I think, a black guy. This person wrote, yeah, we'd laugh. And not make it racist like you are trying to do. You sound pathetic. Glenn Kuyper wishes people understood how easy mistakes can be made. (laughs) There's Glenn. There's Glenn. Holy shit. God. I hope he doesn't uh, like say sorry or anything like that. You know? Hey, I said, I, 
Uh, earlier in the broadcast, I was talking about black cock. I didn't, uh, sorry about that. Don't suck a big black dick because I know you want to hear it. Black cock is, is more, uh, you know, impactful than dick. Big black dick. Big black cock is superior. Don't suck a big black dick because I know you want to hear it. Absolutely fantastic. I'm glad it happened to that guy. Uh, state of Texas, some school district, a very small high school called Marlin High School. They don't have a ton of graduating seniors. Well, they don't have a ton of seniors, period. They were so shitty at school this year, the kids, that only five students were eligible to graduate. Graduating class of only 33, small high school, and only five met the criteria for graduation. So they decided to cancel graduation. See, I think that's bullshit. Uh, what you do is you have a celebration. You incentivize it. For those five that won, you like, you know, have the biggest fucking party you can imagine. And in Texas, uh, it would be, you know, uh, beat up the local gays uh, unfettered. As, as a reward, you can go attack the gay people. And reward them. That would be a good incentive for uh, young people in Texas. And then maybe they can get their act together in like summer school and earn their diploma. Superintendent Daryl Henson said the students in his district will be held to the same high standard as any other student in Texas. We maintain high expectations, not as an imposition, but as a show of faith in our students' abilities. Yeah, so why are you punishing the five? What an asshole. Five people actually did graduate. Have a graduation for five. What the fuck is the difference? It's still a small-ass class, 33, you asshole. Uh, District spokesperson Leah Wayne said that failing grades, attendance, verification, and documentation issues contributed to many of the graduating issues. They found some deficiencies with the data compared to where they felt it should be. That's a polite way of saying we've got a bunch of stupid fucks in this school district. Uh, they've made the decision to cancel graduation so that more students would be able to fix issues to allow themselves to be able to graduate. This is dumb. No, no, you don't allow them. You know, they don't graduate. Five other people do graduate and the rest, the other 28 do not. That's how it goes. Linda, great point. They also get, uh, they all get guns as a bonus graduation gift. There you go. They would love that. Kyle said, if I learned anything from Full Metal Jacket, it's only steers and queers come from Texas. Yes. Uh, uh, Private Gunnery Sergeant, uh, what the fuck is his name? Hart Hartman? I don't know. 
Chris says, absolutely. That, that would be a huge bash for those that did graduate. Uh, I don't know what Chris means here in Maine. He says that wedding Eric went to, he said he was walking around with, with a half plump dick. LOL. What wedding? When? What the fuck are you talking about? I said that. How many times you would not believe how many times I've experienced that. Or someone writes something I said, and I'm like, wait, what? I said that, and I don't remember it, but I laugh when I hear it come out of your mouth of the things I say because I'm like, holy shit. I was walking around a wedding with a half plump dick, which is a ridiculous descriptor. You posted a Facebook video. I. I said that on a Facebook video, I had a half plump dick. <laughs> this is why nobody in my family talks to me. <coughs> Excuse me. All right. I got a lot of shit to make up here. Oh my God. I am going to be at Berlin Raceway this weekend. All right. And I want a group of you to join me. As you know, key sponsor of the show. Well, they're all key sponsors, for God's sake. But um, this weekend, let's see. Get tickets. Buy tickets. Click to buy tickets. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Perfect. Okay, racing starts at 6.30. It's faith and family night. We should get. Um, the Reverend uh, Bender Bones to show up. I don't think they'd like that at Berlin. 6.30 start. I'll be there. Um, I don't know if I'm going to invite Kyler because faith and family night, that would be a horrible mixture. Kyler's mouth and faith and family night. Uh, I think you might even be in a faith and family section. They like corral you into there. When you're in that section, I think you say a prayer after every lap and no one says nasty words like Kyler. I'll be there and I want to see you there. Go to berlinraceway.com and get tickets. They're just 14 bucks when you buy them online. Parking is free. Bring a cooler full of food and soft drinks. No glass and no booze. BerlinRaceway.com. In fact, I'm pretty sure on social media, I'll be giving away a ride along in the uh, pace car, which, holy shit, you got to experience that. Gary, the pace car driver, he's fucking a nut. He rips around that track and the, uh, you know, what do they call it? Centrifugal force when he's taking that, those turns, those high bank turns. Oh my God. By the way, uh, race car driver, Adam, is it Sasari or Kasari? He just played smarter than a former drug dealer trivia, um, not too long ago. 
He's a race car driver there. I didn't know that. I might be able to get the Eric Zane Show podcast logo on his car. We might do a little trade. Okay, BerlinRaceway.com. While I'm at it, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage uh, just voted number one in America by his peers in the mortgage industry. Have Mario roll out the red carpet for you from anywhere in the U.S., 231-332-6505. NMLS number 3035. No matter where you are, if you want to get some money out of your home to pay off a high-interest credit card bill, if you want to get a mortgage to buy that dream home, maybe you're uh, new to the housing uh, scene and you've never purchased a home before, this is your first mortgage, reach out to Mario, 231-332-6505. Love him so much. Uh, super important if you have a high-interest credit card bill each month to pay off that balance because of the high interest rate that you are getting right now. Uh, pay it off and... Uh, you know, you want to be paying six or seven percent interest as opposed to twenty-five percent. My God, that's a that's horrible. Call Mario today, two three one three three two sixty-five zero five. Uh close to home. Some lady was driving her Tesla. And this is going to happen more and more. And I want to I want to read to you something about Tesla vehicles. Um, too often, people that own these cars think that they can just hit a button and it drives itself. That has not happened yet. Uh, if you put it though, they have a term for. Um, Full self-driving, like the vehicle, there's a button that says full self-driving. And because of the word full, well, I think of the whole term, full self-driving, people are under the impression that they can just do whatever they want and like read a fucking newspaper. But you have, like on my wife's Honda, uh, you can set the cruise and then you hit a button and it, it can tell the lines on the road and it will keep you in between the lines. However... If there's um if it's too abrupt of a turn, it won't do it. And if it uh, if there's an exit, like the line goes off the exit ramp, the car will f- go off the exit ramp. Tesla sees full self-driving as the eventual car to door feature, unlocking the ability to fully drive an individual from point A to point B, but it's not there yet. You should still remain alert and ready to take control while using full self-driving. The name is misleading as the car still can't actually fully drive itself and you shouldn't expect it to. But people don't get it. Stupid people get behind the wheel of a Tesla. In fact, my wife's Honda, if your hands are not on the steering wheel when it's in uh, driver assist, it says, put hands on the steering wheel, put hands on the steering wheel. Uh, you know, it's, it's not what it seems. Not far from where I live. Uh, some lady didn't have her hands on the steering wheel. 
She's from Hudsonville, and she was driving in an area north of here. Uh, Deputies get to the crash Sunday evening at 640. The Tesla had crashed into a tree after veering off the road. 41-year-old woman from Hudsonville driving the Tesla told cops, Hey, I had it in self-driving mode. This is ridiculous. Now, if you uh, if you buy a Tesla, um, I would be shocked if the people who sell you those cars don't make it a point to tell you that this car will not drive itself. I'm assuming that they do. The woman said that the Tesla pulled to the right and drove off the road and hit a tree. After it was in self-driving mode. Police said that the car rolled several times after hitting the tree and the woman had to be transported to Spectrum Health in Big Rapids for minor injuries. Okay. At the end of the day, there are too many stupid people that exist in the world to have this type of technology. Corey says Tesla is partly to blame for this because of their marketing. Uh, Words like autopilot, full self-drive mode. Yeah. Somehow they need to make it more clear. You know, videos you see of people sleeping while the fucking thing is driving. Now, the Tesla does self-drive more than like my wife's Honda. Um, But, I mean, the idea that just letting it go and not doing anything is just the stupidest fucking thing in the world. So it's their fault for not getting the word out appropriately and marketing it it that way. And then uh, assuming that Americans will figure it out. We are loaded with stupid people. So this will continue to happen. All right. Uh, This story. University of Oregon golfer Greg Solhog was forced to withdraw from the NCAA Division I National Championship Sunday. He was injured in a freak accident that left him unable to compete. Here's the young man. He's like 18, 19 years old. He's on crutches while all of his... uh, All of his teammates are golfing, trying to win the NCAA National Championship. He golfs for Oregon, but no go. He had to go to the hospital. What the hell happened? Somehow on the golf course, he stepped on a golf tee and it went through the shoe and into his foot, like way into his foot. He completely impaled himself on a golf tee. So many questions. There's about a million and one things that should have kept that from happening. Just the idea, because I'm assuming it was laying flat, and somehow when he stepped on it, it flipped up because of the shape of the tee, I guess. I don't know. 
He stepped on a tee on the 11th hole. The tee went through the sole of his shoe and impaled the foot. Medical attendants gave him assistance on the golf course, but he was forced to withdraw, withdraw from the competition. How thin are the soles on a pair of golf spikes? And and is the tee made out of like uh, uh, a steel, titanium? Do they have steel tees? This sounds ridiculous. Oregon student athlete Greg, Gregory Solhog suffered a foot injury during the second round of the NCAA Men's Division One Golf Championships. Was forced to withdraw. He was two over through 10 holes during the third uh, round of the stroke play portion of the tournament when the injury occurred. Holy shit. Went into the foot. Have you ever stabbed yourself somehow? My God. Uh, I remember I was... um, Shit, I was working in the cabinet shop with a staple gun. I'm going to vagal out if I tell this story. God dang it. And uh, somehow I fired that thing and it went into my middle finger, out my middle finger, the side, and into my pointer finger, my index finger. So it was like that. You know, they were they were stapled together. And oh, fuck. Ugh. God, I got the tingles just thinking about it. I had to pull that thing out. Oh, that was bad. Shoo. Ashley, hello, Ashley, says, was the T upside down? Doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't make sense. It's a wood T versus thick rubber or leather sole that also has cleats. Yeah, I don't get it. Corey calls him a loser and says he must have been barefoot. I, d- I don't think he's, I don't think he was. I think it went through the shoe. Nate shot himself with a staple with a staple gun, inch and a quarter staple. Oh, so bad. Uh, Stevie says golf tees aren't that sharp, are they? Well, yeah, you know, I mean, they, they can go into the ground, okay. Josh says this guy steps on a golf tees and is on crutches. Meanwhile, Easy uses a chainsaw. Corey says, how? The pointy part is in the ground. Was he wearing Crocs? (laughs) That doesn't make sense, though. The whole thing is fucked up. I don't know. It's just bizarre. Jesus. Okay. Uh... Throat slash Dale wants you to call him 231-740-4098. If you need the uh, house, the property, power wash, 231-740-4098. Love him so much. He does a great job at superior cleaning and power washing. Uh, he also, if you're uh, in the restaurant business or know someone who is, he uh, cleans hoods. You got to be a certified professional to do that. Superior cleaning and power washing with Dale, 231-740-4098. Thank you, Kent County Health Department. With everything you need to know about the WIC program, uh, vaccines for the little ones, 
Call them 616-632-7200. And then batting last in the lineup today, Blue Frost IT. Thank you. 616-285-50. The managed IT service provider for the show. Okay. I am uh, short on time today. Well, I'm not, but I'm definitely short on talent, energy, and voice. So we're leaving it right there. Today's asshole of the day. Um, I think I know who it is. Without a doubt. Easy. This is an easy one. Uh, it would have been um, Charity Scam Mike. But it, it, it's your old pal EZ for uh, keeping the uh, murder mattress. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't get out of the crosshairs of that one. For lying and making Ruben sleep on a murder mattress. Those are the charges that are being levied against your old pal EZ. All right. And tree-hugging hippies, you say? Okay. <coughs> okay, guys. I appreciate you so much. Sign up for a free seven-day trial to Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Thanks, folks. Have a good one. Bye-bye.